Hi, this is Randall with Business Partner Blueprint, welcoming you back to another episode of the Blueprint Pros podcast, where we discuss how to land big corporate clients. And today, I'm so wonderful, I can't stand myself. So we're going to turn on the Wayback Machine today. I got a question. Randall, how did you get into this? And uh, it's, 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 it's an interesting story. Like most of my stories, it starts off with, I was minding my own business. And what had happened was, no, 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 seriously. So I think from a couple of, couple of episodes, you already know that um, I've actually had a, a pretty good professional career. I started off um, without my college degree, working for a Shell Oil Company. I went to school at night and uh, worked full time at day and uh, finally graduated from school. Uh, after that, I got switched over from support staff to staff in Shell and uh, my career was going pretty well. Uh, I ended up uh, going through a number of assignments and doing uh, supply chain or purchasing work. And then I left Shell, went to a company called uh, Wesco Distribution, formerly Westinghouse Electric Supply Company, left that, went back to Shell, left that, went back to Wesco. And then I ended up with a company called Pantelos, which was a, a dot com uh, at the time. And uh, after that, I started Dobbins International. And when I started Dobbins International, I, I had amassed skills around what we call in the uh, supply chain world strategic alliances. Strategic alliances are the most intimate of relationships that really and truly drive and very often determine corporate performance for the uh, both the short and the long term. But I um, knew that with uh, Dobbins International that I wanted to do something fundamentally different. It wasn't so much that I needed to take, 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 you know, like we, we normally start off with as most business owners, the model is, you know, get as many sales as we can, grow the business as we can. We, we by, by all means, are looking to make sure we take care of, of uh, take care of the business and feed it. But also a number of us uh, are more than just one dimension in terms of, you know, what we can get for ourselves. A lot of us really and truly start our businesses uh, trying to find a way to give back. And not only do we try and find a way to give back, but, you, you know, some of us give back from the very beginning. Some of us are giving back before we even started our businesses. And some of us wait until the business gets into a, a position where we can give back in what we believe to be a meaningful way. In my case, I chose to give back uh, from the very beginning. I had had a relationship with my local business council as a um, as a buyer. And when I became a seller or in this case, not, not necessarily a seller, when I became a business owner, I actually decided that uh, it made sense for me to be in the uh, in the business council. And so I got on we, what we call the Strategic Teaming Alliance Committee. And so I started off just being a, um, a, a committee member. And so one of the things that we did as the committee was in recognizing that a number of the council members were being told that they weren't large enough, that a number of the larger corporations who are also members of the council said that they had not come across a qualified minority business or diverse business for which they could develop a strategic alliance. 
So we kind of drilled down on that. It's like, why, why is that their perception? Why do they believe that? Why do they believe that the vast majority could not really handle the, the needs of a large corporation? And so that got us as committee members to start thinking through what really is the gap here? What, what's going on? Why is it that a lot, lot of large companies didn't believe that diverse businesses were ready to compete with strategic alliances at the level that they demanded? So what we did was we put together a curriculum to address that gap. We said it wasn't so much that the perception was wrong and that we needed to change the perception, which we did uh, start to do. And, um, and that is ongoing work with every corporation. Uh, when anybody believes that people can't do something, that is an inherent bias. And so you always have to keep people in check regarding that bias. But on the flip side of that, there's usually some basis for that perception. And in this case, the basis it was, was simply how many had tried and failed. Um, how many was it obvious that um, they hadn't demonstrated what 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 uh, the large companies needed to see uh, in order to to feel comfortable getting into those kind of relationships with them. And then you know we've had uh, a previous episode on scale to size matter. Um, how many actually had the financial wherewithal and backing to to actually go after the type of strategic alliances the member companies for this council were, were seeking. And so it's like, okay, all right. Uh, then the curriculum that we put together had to address those very issues. How do you do that? So we, we, we successfully put the curriculum together and we started rolling it out in 2004 and it's still ongoing to this day. Um, I actually offer it under business partner blueprint brand right now because it's been in, uh, from what we started with in the committee versus what it is right now, um, it's so fundamentally different. It's expanded uh, greatly, and it just made sense that it, it needed to be something that stood on, on its own. But in lies the story. I was more than happy to be a trainer, to just um, do this for the council and be done with it. But I kept getting people coming up to me and saying, Randall, you, you ought to do this as a business. You ought to do this as a business. You ought to do this as a business. And I kept saying, no, no, no. And I didn't do it as a business for just one fundamental reason. One of the things that I, that I always teach, and it's something that I learned uh, back in the, in the um, uh, late 80s. I was uh, traveling to California on an assignment, and I was reading the Orange Coast Register, the newspaper there. I was reading the business column, and the uh, author made a very interesting point. He said, when you go into business, go into business uh, doing something you're passionate about, because when the bad times come, and they will, your passion will see you through. And I was like... And, and I've never forgotten that. Never. And I knew um, around 2010, 2011, 2012, that I was not passionate about teaching this work. Just wasn't. I was more than happy to come in and uh, share what I knew 
because if you know I could help somebody else out, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a great thing. You, you know, you know, you you to whom much is given, much is required, and to whom even more is given, even more is required. So I I, I don't really think twice about helping and doing different things. But that is fundamentally different than wrapping a business around um, something you don't mind doing. Wrapping a business around something requires a different degree of commitment. And uh, the passion just needs to be burning to do something like that. And so uh, I kept saying, no, 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 I'm not going to start a business. But it violates my number one rule. I'm not passionate. I am okay with coming in four, five, six times a year and sharing what I know and, and leaving, but I'm not comfortable um, uh, making a business of this. And so finally, I guess it was about three years ago, and uh, one of the persons, one of the one of the people that had encouraged me to actually make a business said, "You know, Randall, you need to stop being selfish." And I said, "What do you mean being selfish?" She said, there's a lot of people out there that really needs to know what it is that you're you're sharing uh, more than just the folks that that are members of this council. And uh, you're refusing to, to not share it with them. And so I was a little taken aback by that. But then I thought about it and I said, you know what? She's right. This information needs to be in the hands of more people. So then I uh, stepped out of myself and said, "Okay, I've been given an amazing gift. And uh, because I I really and truly understand how this all works, how it all comes together. Really, it's it's and it's really not that difficult, but it's just one of those things you have to study, wrap your mind around. Um, you know, learn the secret handshake. And then once you learn the secret handshake, and yes, there is a secret handshake and the people that know it aren't telling anyone. Once you know the secret handshake, then it 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 just takes off for you. And it doesn't matter whether you go towards a corporate business or you go towards other business. Once you know the secret handshake, you'll never look back. So I said, okay, all right. So I took about a year and a half or so to start thinking through how would I actually wrap a business around this um, in a way that wouldn't kill me because I'd heard people try and do certain business models and it seemed like they were working 80, 90, you know, 100 hours a week, you know, sacrificing everything. And it's like, Ooh, I am not intentionally setting up a business model that's going to take me out. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. Uh, you know, this business has, you know, been a challenge in, in many ways. Well, that's a topic for future episodes. Many things we can learn from that. But uh, there were some things that I could do up front that really and truly made a world of difference. And so um, at the beginning of 2018, we decided we're going to actually go global with the business. And that's what we've been doing. Um, and th- this uh, this this podcast is actually a part of us being able to serve a broader, global, diverse business owner community, uh, because uh, the principles of what we're going to of what we share are exactly the same in any corporation anywhere around the world. So as diverse business owners, these are the things that uh, that you need to know. But that's uh, that's why I'm doing it. it. It's it's 
the needs are much greater than just me. And you may have heard me say it in a previous podcast, but I really and truly believe that we we are at an amazing point in time. We have an extraordinary opportunity to make a bigger contribution. And it's making a contribution for the purpose of us getting the rewards that allows us to um, uh, make a greater impact in our personal lives, in the lives of our family, in the lives of our community, and for those uh, passion projects that we want to support. I, I, I don't think that we as diverse suppliers need to go to the top 500 companies in the world and get their support for our passion projects, that if we actually build successful businesses, we can fund these projects ourselves. And I'm like, you know what? If there's something that I can share with you, if I, there's something I can share with another business owner that helps you to get your company to where you would like it to be so that you can um, be of greater service and greater benefit throughout um, the things that are important to you, your community, your passion projects, then I will have played um, the role that um, I was put here to play. So really and truly, I'm, I'm just being a, an obedient servant and trying to share what I know and pass it forward and uh, hope that someone uh, like you takes it and uh, just does amazing things with it and can make the impact that you know you can make. So that's why we're doing this. Uh, thanks for indulging me and uh, here, hearing me out on that. Uh, for the person that asked me this question, I hope that gives you a little bit more insight. At some other time, I'll tell you why I do it, but that's the, the story around how uh, I came to do this. So you have a fantastic day today uh, and stay tuned for the next episode. Look forward to talking with you next time. Bye for now.